Welcome to Wanja City. My name is Wanja City and you are now on board a Wanja City tour dubbed the Action Tour, a trip through the letter by James in the New Testament. This is the second episode looking at James 1 verse 19 to 3 verse 18 and titled The Town. Buckle up for this action-packed ride. Once again, you're in Wanja City where we have more than audacity. We are Wanja City. Brother James starts us off by cautioning us to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because a person's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Then he says, don't just listen to the word, do what it says. Otherwise, it amounts to looking at your face in the mirror and immediately forgetting what you look like. In a brother James says that if you consider yourself religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on your tongue you deceive yourself that kind of religion he says is worthless what is worthless religion inability to shut up or at least to limit or control what and how you say how much you say it to you can check it out for yourself in verse 26 of chapter 1 if you don't believe me and decide for yourself what keep a tight rein on your tongue means at least according to the new international version so then what is true religion according to James and according to Father God, the kind that God accepts as pure and faultless is looking after orphans and widows in distress and keeping from being polluted by the world. So far, we have just started and we've already picked up that we need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. We need to listen and do the word and then shut up. Okay, (laughs) control your talking, otherwise it's worthless religion. I'm just reporting the word here. What you do with it is up to you. Now, in this letter, James has some very sobering words for the rich. For instance, in chapter 2, he begins by explaining why he does not um, tolerate favoritism of the rich over the poor. The poor, according to the eyes of the world, are poor. But to God are chosen to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom, he says. Yet, he says, the poor, and we agree, we see it all the time. They're insulted, they're exploited, they're dragged to court. And you know that consequently just slanders God's name. Then James goes on to talk of the royal law, which is love your neighbor as yourself. I didn't even know that. Royal law. If you favor the rich over the poor, you sin and you break this royal law. Indeed, you are a lawbreaker by failing to keep that portion of the law. For whoever keeps the hollow and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. Yes, James chapter 2 verse 10 says. So then how should we speak and act? Remember, in this episode we are talking of the tongue. Yes, so James advises that we speak and act as we would want to be judged. If you want to be judged by the law that gives freedom, be, that is speak and act, mercifully because mercy triumphs over judgment the reverse is also true speak and act harshly to others to the poor break the royal law and what can you expect judgment no mercy we now get to the heart of james's message as i understand it anyway from verses 14 to 26 of james chapter 2 he focuses on the point faith without deeds is dead He stresses that a person's faith and their actions must work together. 
that faith is made complete by action. See verse 22. He uses Father Abraham, the original, not these other copies, who was justified by his action and not faith alone, according to James. James then quotes Rahab, who was also considered righteous because of her action of protecting the spies. And even more extreme, he uses demons as an example, saying that demons also believe there is one God, as do a lot of us. But unlike some of us, those demons don't just believe there is one God, they shudder. But they still remain demons. Why? Because their belief is dead, since there is no action of repentance, only shuddering. That means it's useless faith useless belief. There is no accompanying action. True faith will result in related actions. James even gives an example of those who say they will have faith but will not help substantially a brother or sister in physical need, e.g. food or clothing, when they have it. He says that it's dead faith. It's similar to what he's just said about religion being looking after orphans and widows in distress and not just talking. This man has a problem with people who just talk and don't do anything. Actually, did he coin the phrase talk is cheap? What about actions speak louder than words? Because <laughs> he embodies those two phrases. So in this portion, we see that we should one, act and speak with mercy to receive mercy and then have faith and then act on what you believe. Then now James turns and speaks specifically of the tongue. How it is that such a small body part is yet untamable. Animals, reptiles, birds, sea creatures, all these have been tamed. But the tongue? Hmm. Listen to what verse 8 of chapter 3 NIV version says. But no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Ouch. You can control a whole horse by putting a bit in its mouth, and a ship captain of a large ship can steer it as he desires using a small rudder. But the tongue? Wow, that's one little dangerous thing. James actually says it's like a fire that can corrupt the whole person. It's like a spark that can burn a whole forest. It itself will then set itself on fire by hell. What? Uh, just go and see what chapter 3 verse 7 is saying. It's a funny thing. How does it set itself on fire by hell? The tongue. Hmm. Still on the tongue, and this part is very practical, you will agree. You, you praise the Lord with the tongue. You praise the Lord and the Father. And then, with that same tongue, use it to cast men who, by the way, are made in God's image. It's one mouth. It's the same tongue. Both praising God and cursing men. And that's not the way it should be, James says. It really isn't. So then he turns to wisdom. Now, remember in the last episode when I asked, what does wisdom have to do with trials? Yes, James is now here talking of wisdom again. And this time he's saying that a wise person will show their understanding by their good life. By deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. Hmm, sounds like something straight out of Proverbs. Do you recall it mentioned that James has been called the Proverbs of the New Testament? So now here he is, connecting wisdom to good deeds and humility. He just won't let go of action. Even wisdom, according to James's eyes, must show itself by acts. He then talks of two kinds of wisdom. There's the wisdom, in quotes, that is not from heaven but is earthly, not of scripture, so it's of the devil. You can see this kind of wisdom, in quotes, where there's disorder, every evil practice, see verse 16, chapter 3. The second kind of wisdom that James speaks of is from heaven, 
It is pure, it's peace-loving, it's considerate, it's full of mercy and good fruit. There it is. Good fruit. Trust. Trust James to narrow down on the product. Mm, there must be some action. You better read verse 17 so that you can get the full list of the characteristics of heavenly wisdom as per James. And there you have it. End of episode 2 of James on the tongue. Brother James has no time for me at all. He's a very serious proponent of action. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Don't just speak. And of faith, he argues, it is only useful if it is accompanied by action. Very practical, Bella, don't you think? So what do we walk away with from this episode? What are our action points? Yes, action points. It's only appropriate after that lesson from James. One, be quick to listen and then do what you heard the word say. Two, be slow to speak or just shut up. Okay, then at least try to control your speaking. And then three, if you must speak, act accordingly. Let, and then let your faith follow through with action. Be wise. How else are we to tame the tongue? Heaven help us. Heavenly wisdom, that is. That is where we pose today. In the next episode, we will discuss today and tomorrow. That's right. That's what I've titled episode 3 of this action series. Thank you ever so much for joining me in this second episode of the Action Tour. Let's meet in the next episode right here on Wondrosity, where we have more than audacity, we are Wondrosity. And brothers, Sisters, remember the city on a hill cannot be hidden. So go forth and shine. <laughs>